Hi everyone, it's episode 11 of Emma's Happy List. I'm Emma and 11 usually stands for equilibrium, uh, duality, uh, balance and just generally being in sync with the universe. So my guest for the 11th episode is perfect for this. His name is Ryan. He, I'm so lucky because I have so many wonderful friends that are willing to share their happy lists and share their experiences on this podcast. So he's from Yorkshire, but he's currently down in New Zealand. So without further ado, let's dive straight in. Good morning, Ryan, or good afternoon, Rafa. Kiara, how are you? I'm good. I'm really good. So just for the benefit of everyone listening, tell everyone where you are right now. So currently I'm in Christchurch in New Zealand. Um, so I've been here about just over a year now. So I'm here with my sister Lita. So we, um, we started on the North Island, drove around in a van for two and a half months and thankfully settled in Christchurch uh, a month before the whole uh, Coronavirus. Oh, sorry I said it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so we're here. But it's good. I'm, I feel quite fortunate to be here, to be fair. Yeah, it seems like you landed on your feet. So um, I'm still drinking my morning tea and I've not fully come around. So apologies if I'm a bit slow, but I am in space though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. everyone who's watching, they can see I've changed my background so that I'm in space and I'm very much enjoying it. And I think Ryan, you like it too, don't you? Yeah, it adds an extra aspect to it. Yes. So let's rewind then. Let's rewind. So before you went to New Zealand, has it really been a year now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I think my. we came out 1st of May, so just over. Oh my goodness, that's gone so fast. Mm. But rewind then, so it must have been the May before when I met you, was it? Yeah. Or the May before so, that? 2018. I don't know, it was a while ago now. But yeah. I just want to explain to everyone. So you're one of the few people that I come across in life and it does happen every so often. And I immediately looked at you and I was like, I want to be his friend. I want to be friends with him. <laughs> I don't know why. And I can't explain it. It was just something that I, I don't know, maybe like some people who are listening have had this like experience where they've just looked at someone and be like, that person's my friend. <laughs> well, I'd heard a lot about you before I met you because um, obviously, I knew Therese quite well. How intriguing. And she, like, and she was like, oh, yeah, I've got a friend called Emma who's going to be working in a wasi bar. And she was like, you two will get along so well. And, uh, uh, the stars right. were aligned. The stars were yeah. aligned. Yeah, so we met while I was working as um, like a waitress in a, in a bar on Lake Garda. And you were there for Tui as a rep. Ingham's. Oh, yeah. Ingham's. Sorry. Yeah. Ingham's. Cross, cross wires um but yeah we did we did just hit it off straight away and we spent um well we didn't actually spend that much time together over that summer but we did at every moment that we could we did yeah i'm sure there was a fair few drinking you were a very bad influence ryan that's the, that's what you're trying to say a very well I, I don't know if it was me i don't know huh i don't think it was me i don't know it was definitely you. You're a very bad influence. Mm. Although from what I can tell now, um, from like your keeping up with your Instagram posts and your stories, you've sort of gone right onto the healthy bandwagon. You're like properly taking care I've of yourself. Been, I haven't actually drank since February. So Holy moly. Yeah. This is no, a really yeah. big deal. Everyone who's listening, this is a really big deal. Because when I, I know. Think, <laughs> it is. When we were in Italy, it, it was a daily occurrence more, more or less. 
and probably if you'd said to me at that point in a year and a half you want drink for months I'd be like shut up yeah but, um, how, how are you feeling not, from it have you felt a difference well I think now I just I'm on more of like a constant mood all the time yeah. whereas you know when you drink I'm terrible on a hangover um I I'm just like I don't want to get out of bed don't want to see people um until I'm drinking again then it's all right yeah. um now it's just kind of like a constant level no hangovers so I'm going to really embarrass you here and remind you of that time you left me freezing to death outside of your apartment. In... Yeah, yeah. So, I was reading through our messages trying to think about like how we'd met and like, and then I, remember, I saw like a whole list of 10 messages where you're like, Ryan, where are you? Ryan, where are you? So this was when um, we were out in Italy and I actually, thankfully, I think people are getting the gist now of what I do. I tend to go pick friends that are staying in yeah. ski resorts. Anyway, Ryan graciously held me in his apartment for um, a week and or oh, was it a week and a half? Yeah, a week and a half. I yeah. came to stay, wasn't it? But on this one particular night, um, Ryan had too much to drink and he had the only key to the apartment, decided to go home. And then I was basically on my own in a ski resort. But thankfully, Dave came to save me. I know. I mean, still to this day, I don't really know what happened. I don't know but I either. I think the next day we found out there was tequila shots, and I think <laughs> tequila is always to blame. I forgive you yeah. anyway. It's it's all yeah, good. It's a funny story yeah. now. It's Sorry. a funny story to tell yeah, on my podcast. Exactly. I'm pretty um, sure you all thought I was dead at one point because there was a big fight kicking off or something. I, I was just asleep in the asleep at home. Yeah, we did th- think you were involved in some weird like Italian gang fight. But um, no, you were fine. You were sleeping soundly like a baby yeah. angel, like the angel yeah, yeah. that you are. But anyway, I'm glad you're feeling sort of more consistent with your mood and better from not drinking. I think I've mentioned this before, but I'm like a classic binge drinker. So it's really bad, actually. It's, I read like it's one of the worst drinkers you can be where I won't drink for like weeks and months. And uh, to be honest, I don't really need one and I don't crave one. Yeah. But say there's an occasion and there's a night out um, and I'll, I'll get on the night out, but it'll be ve- like right. lots of lots of alcohol involved. And then, yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the worst kind of drinking. Apparently you're better off having a glass of wine a night. I'm probably quite similar to you and I don't once I start drinking, I don't really have a line. And that's probably why it's kind of all or nothing. So if I have two, then I'm like, yeah, let's go out. Let's get Larry. <laughs> so I just can't even like have a couple. Because then for like three days after, I just don't do anything. I lose routine. Yeah. And don't do much. So at the moment, you're a little bit settled in Christchurch. But how were you dealing with a routine in a camper van? Because that's quite a difficult one. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, it was kind of before all of this crisis. So that wasn't really around when we were driving about. Um, For anyone who who doesn't know, yeah, I was traveling around in a camper van with my sister. So it was both of us in one camper van for two and a half. Oh my so, God. I mean, that's quite a mission in itself. How are you both still life. alive? That's my question. Uh, there was moments. There was moments. <laughs> we nearly killed each other. Um, but we survived. And we had like a tent in there as well. So some places you can set up the tent. But it just depends because there's a, a lot of freedom camping here. So you yeah. can literally just, you don't have to pay for where you're staying. You just turn up in the camper van, you can stay there. So some places allow the tent, some don't. But, um, you have to take your own toilet roll to those places though yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um it 
does get difficult and it's kind of one of those really hard ones of first world problems where you're at a beach every day and you start getting bored of being at new beaches every day which does sound really wow. bizarre <laughs> when like when you're kind of like doing it week after week and you kind of start to lose a little bit of meaning because yeah. you don't have something to kind of fill every day yeah like what's your um, purpose for that day what's your yeah. mission to achieve okay so how did you overcome that then what was your sort of solution was it to get a bit more structure um where possible we it was it was good to kind of plan things so that then you had something to look forward to mm-hmm. so if you knew kind of the date that we were then going out to the south island then it's kind of like okay we're going there so we're gonna to have to go here here and here in, in the meantime yeah we kind of had um in each place there would be like we'd have a little list of things that we wanted to do so that would kind of give you something to look forward to and something to aim to as well yeah that's kind of that's very Mm. similar to what I did when I was out there so I had like a list um and I kept a little roadmap as well and everywhere we went I had like this little silver pen and I highlighted all the roadmap and stuff I've still got that actually it was my intention to come home and frame it but you know it's like you just come home and then all of a sudden normal life takes over but um my question then so it's emma's happy list do you have yeah. a happy list at the moment as of two days ago i have a happy list as of two days so, ago when i asked you oh would you like to be a guest on my yeah. podcast <laughs> yeah so funny coincidence. Uh, but yeah i now have a happy list. it's and not very long i think it's about eight or nine things yeah that's fine the idea is so it's the same as mine when i first started i think i had like maybe like half a page of things I was like right these things make me feel a bit better and I make better decisions like after I do them etc and then bit by bit like it's mine is like such a hodgepodge now of like different pens and different sort of like scrolls and things but it ends up just being like a really nice little tool to have a little look at um yeah. and actually I had a really interesting conversation with someone yesterday because um they're not very sort of happy where they are at the moment in their life and with their job and that sort of thing but um they were very much outcome focused like really really outcome focused yeah. like oh when this happens i'll be happy or when this happens i'll be happy but the idea is that you know it happiness isn't a destination happiness is very much sort of living in the now and making the now you're happy and but some i understand that sometimes that's a really really difficult thing to do and it's a really difficult thing to sort of integrate into your life like if you are in this sort of down mood that's a hard thing so one little sort of step that you can take is you can just bring out like your happy list and you can look at it and you can be like oh yeah actually you know i could bake a cake right now for example because that yeah. does actually bring me a little bit of joy and then the more and you I think, sort of, yeah, so I think like you said before you can be in control of it yeah and that's kind of something you realize i guess yeah that's that's actually a really nice way of looking at it so you sort of like yeah regain control rein it all in and then the idea is you start becoming aware and you actually categorize things that make bring you joy and things that don't bring you joy and you follow the things that bring you joy so that's kind of the the whole premise but i'm really curious to know what is on your happy list so if you've got a couple of things to choose from don't you can feel free to choose any one of them. Yeah, so I think I have got one that um, I was going to say. And actually, because of um, you asking me to come on here and I was catching up with all the podcasts and I've, I've realised I haven't done it for a while. So next weekend, it's it's one of the first things I'm going to do. Um, but 
the number one thing on my happy list is watching the sunrise. <gasps> so, oh my god! Like, there's a few times where um, I've set off like at midnight, climbed up a mountain, and watched the sunrise. Um, you know, after you've just walked for six hours, and it's the it's probably the best feeling I've ever had. This ever. is such a coinky dink. <laughs> this is such a coincidence. Like that is the exact one that I chose today. So on my list, I've got hiking right. up a mountain to watch sunrise. That's like exact. I can't believe that. That's so weird. We are in line, yeah, aligned with the going. universe. See, this is what happens whenever I talk to you. Like the universe aligns. Like things happen. Coincidences happen. Um, that is amazing. So you you you're doing it next weekend? Did you say? So yeah. So I don't actually have a mountain. Are you are you familiar with Christchurch? Um, I am very like yeah. sort of yeah. Well, like Mount like Hutt. The kind of behind Christchurch or. Yeah. Low Christchurch. So I'm gonna go up them. And I mean there's nice views like over Christchurch. You're not quite mountain high, but it should still be nice. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that. I'm gonna have to choose yeah. another one because we're gonna have an entire conversation about this, but then I'll choose another one just for lols. But I thought I also wrote down a few reasons why it's my favourite one. Oof, um, share away. So, uh, and you can let me know if there's anything different. First, I feel like it grounds me. Like when you are watching the sunrise, you kind of realize the sun rises every day and we're just a small part of this whole big solar system. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything that's kind of troubling you or you really feel overwhelmed, it kind of puts everything into perspective for you. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, yeah, I totally get that. And I get the same feeling as well when I go put my feet in the sea. Like when I go and sort of like take my shoes off and walk down to the sea and like the waves are like coming into the sea, I get exactly the same feeling when you've got like this vast ocean in front of you. And imagine if it was a sunrise as well, the ocean and the sunrise, double whammy. But yeah, I, um, I look out over the, over the sea and I feel exactly the same, like very humbled, very yeah. sort of like, oh yeah, I, I remember now, like it's not just me, it's not just my problems, like in fact they're very minuscule and they probably won't matter in a week's time <laughs> yeah 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 and it it's funny how at the time things can seem like the biggest thing ever and then a week later like you say you're like oh yeah strange that yeah that was that know, happens so often. Yeah. the outcome at the time it used to happen so so often to me and that and then that uh, one of the reasons why really I started um, looking into like mind management and like the my own psychology because I was like why is this happening all the time like I shouldn't have this much stress for such minuscule problems I shouldn't have like this very stressful reaction like there's no saber-toothed tiger coming to eat me like I shouldn't be having this like emotional like physically charged response so that's a really good point what else is that what, what other reasons have you got did you say you had a few reasons um, it makes me feel very grateful. So um, just being able to be there and yeah. being able to capture that moment. Um, so that it just when I'm there, I feel like there's nothing more beautiful in the whole world. Yeah. Um, and to be able to, to capture those moments. And sometimes, you know, you could be the only person on the mountain watching that sunrise. And it just feels like that's your own sort of special moment. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I just put under there, nature is beautiful. Aww. So as a whole, if it is the hiking, then there's also that kind of elation of, yes, I made it to the top. I was literally just going to say, like, I, any sunrise is sort of beautiful, but there's something so special about the mountains, isn't there? There's something yeah. unreal about, like, being on a peak 
and watching like this the like world come to life like beneath you yeah Yeah, absolutely like share with me so are there sort of um very particular hikes in your head that you can think of um that like bring back this immense feeling for you like just from sitting here in your room so yeah so the first one i did was actually monte baldo behind mal chesney very familiar um, yeah so that was me Therese, and claire we all went up together and then i i can't remember who thought about it or how it came about um but we were all like let's start off at midnight hike up this mountain um and we did and it was hard and uh, it was tiring and I, I, we hadn't really, I don't know, I'd never really experienced it before, but probably like the whole hour before sunrise is starting to get light when you're up there. Yeah. So all that time you're thinking you're going to miss it. Yeah. So as you're going up, you start running and you're like, we're never going to make it. We're going to miss it. We just hiked five hours. We're going to miss it. This, like, this hasn't been worth it. And so we're all running to the top and I was the first one to get there. And I think I kind of made them think they'd missed it because I was like, it's amazing, it's amazing. So they were like, oh no, we've missed it. But they're scrambling up the rock. We still had, I don't know, like five or 10 minutes to go. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, I could just she- imagine Therese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was beautiful. And it was kind of, you, you couldn't imagine it. Um, I don't know, it was just, it wasn't anything like I'd pictured before. Yeah. Um, and it transforms as well it's not as if it's not like one moment that you can just capture because it's like the colors are constantly changing like things like shadows are constantly moving like it is like undescribable if you've not um if you've not done it before i would highly recommend so that was montebaldo in malchesene which is on lake garda for everyone who's listening and then um anywhere else that you can think of off the top of your head just now um yeah so i did a few fairly uh fairly recently um so well when we were in the van so i did one um i did do one on my birthday i didn't actually get to see the sunrise because it was very cloudy but it was uh it was quite an ordeal um basically (laughs) i went up this mountain there wasn't a track so it was basically you just had to follow some notes that some people had said online follow this river and then follow the ridge of the mountain all the way up you come to an intersection and you kind of turn right and then you're kind of there so i managed to Sounds find it easy enough yeah it's kind of like how hard can it be um <laughs> so i managed to find it all in the dark but then when i got up there it was too cloudy to see the sunrise and then i, I waited like an hour just to see if the clouds were going to move but they didn't what did pick up was the wind so i was nearly getting blown off this mountain so i was taking shelter behind rocks i managed to lose a glove and a charging cable and all these things and then um, <laughs> as I got to the intersection and it's now light I managed to go down the wrong side oh. so I'm going down this loose rock where the scree and then I'm trying to scramble back up the mountain um so a humbling and, um, experience but not in the way that you were yeah. expecting <laughs> no I was still I mean by the end of it there was still like the feeling of elation and the fact that I'd made it and when I got to the top it was it was still beautiful and it was amazing um yeah. but that one brings back many many memories as well for other reasons yeah <laughs> i love that though it's like oh i'm going to go up and see the sunrise for my 25th birthday did you did you check the weather forecast though if not you only have yourself to blame i think i think i probably you didn't did. you well, didn't. i'm sure i will have but as well i'm always kind of, i'm always like how are they going to know exactly that it is going to be cloudy at that time of the morning? 
and um, it's kind of you know it was my birthday so it's very kind of like, you know well, the science that they use is quite specific these days is it not i know there's like the old like oh weather men are always wrong thing but i mean we've got satellites and things now so well you we know do. sophisticated satellites well it was my birthday anyway so you know if you do it like three days after your birthday it's not quite the same as doing it on your birthday <laughs> Very true. Well, you had a humbling experience anyway, and I'm sure you were grateful afterwards for your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lisa thought I was near, Lisa thought I died because I was back about five hours late, so she was freaking out. But when I came back, all was good, and here I am. And did you have some birthday cake? Yes, Lisa bought me some birthday cake, actually. She'd hidden it, so inside the van, like, under where the bed is, we've got different cabinets, and she'd managed to hide it in one of them. Oh, um, so it all was well in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to share two of mine as well. So I can't believe that we've chosen the same, the same one because I had like this in my head. I was like, oh yeah, I'll talk about that because it's quite relevant to like both of our like past. So the first time that I'd ever done it, like um, the well, the first, I've got two memorable times. So one of them is hiking up a mountain called Roccia Milone, which is in um, like the Susa Valley in Italy and um this was in 2016 and the reason that it was so 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 um sort of pivotal in my life is because it was let me think uh f- four and a half months after i'd broken my back <laughs> no way. yeah so it was like so i broke my back in february 2016 and i hiked up Rocha malone in august 2016 so, uh, and uh, bearing in mind, so I was about, so when I broke my back, they told me I was about two, um, two, two millimeters away from paralysis, right? But I was in a horrible place at, in that time and I was very stubborn and like, I was, I was really sort of making great progress, um, but I wasn't happy about it. I was still very much on the mindset. I was like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not getting better quickly. I had my brace on, like this horrendous back brace on for like, a couple of months and it was only about a month after I took the brace off that I went up the mountain and not realizing I do this like often and I didn't realize how like much of a challenge it would be I sort of get myself into these situations not realizing how hard they're going to be what were you going to say sorry before I interrupted I was going to say do you think that helped you get better quicker I feel like I don't know, to be honest with you. I was in a, I've, I, looking back now, I should have been of the mindset of gratitude, but I was very much on the mindset of what, how, why has this happened to me? If that makes yeah. sense. So I didn't really foster a life of gratitude until about a year and a half later, or maybe two years later. Um, looking back at it now, I would, I should have been like, holy crap, like I still got my legs, I can still move, like I'm going to get better so fast, I can still eat by myself. And all of this, but I was focused very much on the things that I couldn't do. But it happened the way it happened, and I got better. And I was in hydrotherapy for a bit, and then I was back in the gym trying to strengthen up my core. That was one of the biggest hit things that got to me, actually. So I've always been quite fit and able. Um, but I remember not being able to sit up, like not being able to like physically move my like do a sit up, if you get me. So that yeah, really, yeah. I was like, I, I was like, I have to get my core strong. I have to do this. But anyway, in August, I was, um, I was sort of not back to normal, but I was able to like walk long distances and I was, I had much more sort of strength back. And I went up there with um, my ex-boyfriend's family. So a bunch of Italian people. Um, 
and we walked I think the the Rocha Malone is like 3,000 meters I think but we went up to a halfway point which is a kind of standard thing otherwise I think they do it in like four days or something like that but we took like yeah. the one day hike but like you said we left at like I think it was about four in the morning and we started hiking couldn't see anything I didn't even have hiking boots I borrowed his mum's hiking boots like I, I always go into these things unprepared man it's it's ridiculous but anyway we made it to sort of a halfway point of the halfway point if you like so before there's like there's like a really big peak steep peak that you have to hike up but we got to like the refugio um and watch the sunrise there and honestly it was like you say such a humbling humbling moment i was just sat there like oh my gosh first of all oh my gosh we're so high (laughs) after having just been through so much as well that must have been yeah i guess I felt, and also, yeah, so I looked down and I was like, oh my goodness. We, by this point, I think we'd already been hiking for a couple of hours. And I, I was kind of like, how much further is it type of thing? Because we didn't want to be, because it was sort of height of Italian summer. You don't want to be hiking in like at midday. Yeah. You kind of want to be down yeah. by then. Um, but yeah, like you say, it was a very sort of humbling. I, I still remember it now and I can't put it into words. That's how sort of impactful it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after like with my back and everything, I was sitting there like, oh my gosh, like, I should be taking this in now this is a really important point in my life so it has and it stuck with me it's sort of imprinted on my mind so that's really good but the other one that I wanted to talk about which is far more relevant to you and I wanted to know if you'd already done it because you're down in New Zealand now on the South Island yeah and I the other one is the is Roy's Peak have you heard of it for a start and have you done it in Wanaka I haven't done it but actually my housemate just spent two weeks in Queenstown and did it and just posted a picture on Facebook of them having hiked up to do a sunrise. And I'm insanely jealous. So it's definitely on my to-do list. It should, it's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. It's, it's probably the, the most beautiful view I've ever, ever seen from a mountain. And that's, I've been up a lot of mountains and I've seen a lot of views, but it is incredible. So everyone who's listening, that's Roy's Peak in Wanaka in, in the South Island of New Zealand. And I'll tell you the story. So at the time I was there, I was working in a bar, in a craft beer bar. Um, and my shift up on that day was, I think, three till 11. So I finished at 11 o'clock. And it, literally that day, me and Anna, my friend, decided, I was like, oh, I really have to do Roy's Peak before I leave Queenstown. Um, because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get another chance. Like today's really the only, or oh, tomorrow is the only day I can like squeeze it in, but I'm working tomorrow. So we were on the same shifts and she's, um, an act- she's Kiwi. So she's done it before. So she knew sort of what to expect. Yeah. And, um, we left. So we, we finished work at 11. We went home, um, like had a little bit like two hour rest. I think it was two hours, then got packing. And we literally scrambled for everything like torches and like all of this again, unprepared. Like this is just the story of my life. I think so unprepared. But I think we left, um, we left Arrowtown at about one o'clock and it was about a 45 minute drive to the base of Roy's Peak. So where you start from. Um, so we got there around two o'clock in the morning um, and I'd heard the stories that it was kind of a long hike, like a really, really long hike. So we were expecting to be there up the top, like 5am, something like that. But Anna, man, she is tough. Like she was plowing up that hill. I don't know if it's harder in the daytime because obviously it's so hot and it's open. 
but we were going yeah. up at night time couldn't see like very far in front of us and like it was one of the hardest hikes i think i've done and i i'm glad i couldn't see how steep it was because it was like very physically demanding but yeah we plowed our way up we did it in i think like two hours which is insane like when you think about the timings that they sort of advise and stuff yeah we went up there in two hours so we had quite a long way up the top for sunrise oh, what sorry. time are you at the top um so we got to the top i think about four-ish so oh. we had like yeah we had like an hour and a half or okay. something like that before sunrise bearing in mind we had to like get back down and then go to work the next day as well so we had and we still hadn't slept so um, it was an advent. It was quite an adventure. I think that was the most steps I've ever done in my life in one day. My Fitbit was like, "What is going on?" But um, yeah, we got to the top and we waited for about an hour or an hour and a half, something like that. And it was getting quite cold because all your like sweat is obviously drying on you and stuff. But the view, like, it was so worth it. It was worth every single step. It was absolutely incredible. Like the mountains, the lakes all around there as well. Obviously, you've got Lake Wanaka and all of this. So it was. And like you say, it was all of the things you described, humbling, gratitude, like beauty, like all of those things in one. Um, so it was very sort of, I'm really, really glad that we went up and we made the effort to to do the the 2 a.m. sort of trek. It's weird, yeah. isn't it? Like it, thinking about the stuff that you do just for the experience. But I mean, I would never, ever take that back. And it was totally worth sort of, so we came back down the mountain then, um, like double pace because we were knackered. Um drove back home and then slept and then we were back in work then the next day so it was it was all a rush and it was all sort of like exciting but we had the energy for it and we had the life to do it and I feel like it's something that you know years down the line I'll be like you know like like my grandmother she's like enjoy it while you can use your energy you're young I'll be like that I think like encouraging these sort of like um once in a lifetime experiences if you will exactly but I, I, I think they are so important it's easy to think oh you know oh I can't I haven't got time for it or I can't make time for it because I'm working but once you do it like you say it's something that you don't forget yeah exactly what would you rather like if you look back in your life like oh yeah I didn't do that because I was at work what is that yeah. the sort of you know that is that what you kind of want to end up saying not me anyway but that was um those are sort of my two really important sunrises the important sunrises of my life so hopefully they resonate with a couple of people as well and actually for anyone who's listening i would love to be sort of tagged in any sunrise pics or mountain pics even if they're in malchesney rocha malone or new zealand so the hashtag is share your happy list um i will be keeping an eye out for all of those but I don't know. Should I share another one, or do you want to share another one? Because I feel like I stole yours, oh. even though it was on my list. <laughs> well, I stole yours. No, it's not true. We just we're just um, in sync. Because some of my other favourite ones were already taken. My That's other. That's okay. I've this is a point actually I have to make to everyone. So obviously everyone is welcome to come on and talk on their on the happy list because at the end of the day these these experiences are universal and what you say will resonate with a lot of people even if it's the same things but your reasoning and your stories behind it will be very different from someone else's you'll have a very different experience like for example we were just talking about the sunrises that we've experienced but they're in different places yeah. they were different circumstances so but each you know is special in its own way so i think that's okay. an important point to make go on give me one more and then i'll leave you alone okay. It's probably a bit of a funny one, but I mean, I enjoy it. And everyone that knows me probably knows that I enjoy it. Having naps. 
Oh my god, yes. I mean, I'm like king sleep, but sometimes a good afternoon nap, just you wake up, right. you don't really know where you are, but you know you've been someplace good. <laughs> I love I love waking up in that, like the first few moments, like, ah, oh, like what, what is life? Like, where am I? <laughs> that's a really good one actually I used to so when I was in university I literally used to nap all the time I used to sort of play work hard play hard in uni it was a, a vicious cycle of like work uni work drinking like naps repeat no. that was it no. yeah it wasn't even actual sleep it was like little naps um that but nowadays I feel like my routine is quite solid now and I actually get a good night's sleep so I don't feel the need for them anymore. Yeah. On a weekend, I like a cheeky nap here and there though. I'm sure so mm. many people would agree with that. So, yeah. so many people. It kind of leaves everyone divided, doesn't it? Like naps. I know. And like you say, I mean, I always try and get enough sleep on a night and then when I'm napping, I'm always like, you shouldn't nap for too long. You <laughs> should be doing something productive. I and hate... sometimes I have, a, I have a little smile to myself and I'm like, meh. I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah, I I hate napping, like I'm not hate napping, but I hate napping for too long and waking up like yeah. more tired than what you were before. Yeah. That's like like you feel just so groggy. But no, I'm sure like lots. I I don't I don't think it's on my list, but it, maybe it should be like. At, but I have to have like a little caveat there, like naps, but only in the right conditions. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, like I tell you what, on a hammock, oh, a nap on a hammock, man. Yeah, that that's is dreamy. That's, yeah, that's next level. That is next level. So, if people want to catch up with what you're doing in New Zealand and like what keep up with your travels and stuff, where can they find you online just to have a little look see? So, probably Instagram is probably what I use most, but I don't use it too often. Um, mm -hmm. which is Ryan C95 with two Ns. So, R Y A N. C95. Ryan yeah. C95. Ryan. I'll put it on the um uh, the description of the episode anyway. The one with one N was taken, so I had to move to two Ns. Oh, and the numbers. How mm. how atrocious. Well, yeah, I don't know. There's another <laughs> Ryan C95. How dare. How very I dare. Mean, um, do you know what I'm really surprised at today? The internet gods, considering you're in New Zealand and mm -hmm. I'm in the UK, mm -hmm. the internet gods have been in our favor haven't they i don't want to jinx it now i bet you'll just cut out without the recorded like no right so yeah. what are you going to do with the rest of the evening are you going to take a nap <laughs> it's probably like half eight or something mm -hmm. so honestly it's probably not too far from bedtime to be honest yeah because i would get up pretty early to do exercise so oh well done well done probably yeah. like nine half nine i'll be asleep yeah oh nice and early very nice yeah. years ago would have been like who who is that person but i know you would have been okay. like nine o'clock tequila shot <laughs> yeah well yeah well ryan it's been an absolute delight as always it's been lovely to see you and chat so i will speak to you very soon but thank you ever so much and we'll catch up in a little while thank you for having me Take thank care. you ciao Bye.